The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS 91.7. We've got this right now, Dylan. Yeah. Look at the hot air balloon. Up there with the sun and moon. Wow. In the sky is a balloon. Look up quick, cause it'll be gone soon. It's Mitch, right? It's Adam. Oh, Adam. Adam. That doesn't even sound like Mitch. Why did I think that? <laughs> I'm having a rough go this week, Dylan. Oh, no. Okay, Adam is on right now. Adam, you work for the balloon company? I most certainly do. So you're a balloon chaser? Is that your job title? So, guys, I'm, I'm just losing you guys for a couple seconds here. I'm up in the balloon right now. <gasps> He's in, He's in, in the, the balloon! balloon! Oh, my goodness! You're in the sky! I'm in the sky. Okay. All right. So you're not chasing it at all, then. Yes. Are, no, I'm not chasing it. Are you piloting the balloon? Are you the co-pilot? What do you do when you're in the balloon? Uh, honestly, today, I'm kind of just along for the ride. Okay. How cool. Um... When I'm uh, when I'm chasing, yeah. a little bit of a different story, yeah. but uh, I got the day off today. Okay, the day off, so now you're just in the balloon on Lucky your day guy. off. Okay, how it, do it, they not hit buildings? I have to know. <laughs> uh, a little bit of skill, a little bit of luck. <laughs> <laughs> really, you've got to be kidding! See, because this is why we're we're calling you for answers because we want to know: is it true that balloons just kind of aimlessly just float around and you don't have a lot of control over them? Uh. We uh, we can't really control the direction of the balloon. There's not a whole lot of steering involved, but uh, we can play with the wind at different altitudes, so we get a little bit of control. I'm just going to lose you guys for one second here. The pilot's actually about to hit the burners, and I won't be able to hear anything. Oh, we want to hear the yeah. burners, though. Okay, okay. okay. All righty, here we go. Oh, it cut it out. Yeah, it's too loud. Yeah, I can't it, hear it. It's so loud it cuts the phone out. phone's not going to pick it up. The noise so, cancellation. So and before he comes back, like, so it is true. But they just get in that balloon yes. and hope. That's a little bit of luck. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. Uh, Adam, are you back? Or are you still? I'm back now. Okay. okay. So uh, he lit that burner to steer it, or just to get up so you didn't hit a building. Uh, pretty much to get up so we don't crash. So they don't crash. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's the last word we ever heard. <laughs> is, is, is he gone? We Hello? No, he's, well, he's in the air. He's back. That's cool. Again. So when people are in the balloon, do they are they aware that you guys have no idea by the sound of it, like where you're going, what you're doing, and when you're going to land? Uh, we try to tell them that after they're back on the ground. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a good okay. idea. And as a balloon chaser, you, so how does that work? You're just, you just follow it around on the street. You must have a co-pilot that's telling you which direction to go while one of you is driving. Is that kind of the operation? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we show up at the park, uh, before all the passengers do, and we kind of help set everything up. Then when the pilot takes off, we just hop in the van. Uh, I've had a few years of experience with this, so I'm kind of, pretty good at navigating all the streets in the city yeah you must need to know uh, the city really really well right yeah it's uh this job has definitely helped me kind of learn the city a bit better and how often are balloons getting up because there there seems to be like patches where they go up all the time and then we've gone years without seeing a balloon at all three days in a row this week yeah so uh it's extremely weather dependent yeah of course. Um, if there's too much wind, we don't go. If there's not enough wind, we don't go. Mm-hmm. If it's too wet, we don't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the conditions pretty much need to be perfect. And usually when the conditions are perfect, it's like that for a few days in a row. Right. And then bad for a few days in a row. So okay. it's uh, it's pretty streaky. What is the biggest danger of piloting a, hot, piloting a hot air balloon? Is it power lines? Is it trees? Or is it buildings? Power lines. <laughs> you know what? My guess would be uh, power lines and buildings, but... Uh, why don't we just ask the pilot himself? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Hey, Zach, what's the biggest danger with hot air ballooning? 
biggest danger? Uh, you got to really respect the weather. Uh, once you're flying around, you really got to watch the power lines, especially uh, yeah. through trees. They right. be hitting quite a bit. All right, power lines and trees. You just said it. We didn't prompt him at all. There's your answer. I never well thought done. about power lines. That's another. Like, I'm never getting in a balloon. <laughs> Is there any like I know you, you you don't want to land on the road like you kind of pilot your way to hopefully a field but like what is the most like the the most unusual landing yeah. that you've 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 had while you've been chasing these balloons I'm going to answer that for you in, in a couple seconds here he's just about to hit the burn oh, that's to avoid those power lines good idea all right we got to wait we I mean we got to wait there's people's safety right now I've been up in a balloon, and when they do turn that thing on, it is loud. Right. What is oh, yeah, it? Oh, yeah, back again. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, the last question, the most unusual place you've chased a balloon down that it's landed in. I've had a couple pretty unusual ones. Um, the swamps are always the worst. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Never a fun time getting knee-deep in gross, stagnant water. Yes. Oh, um, no. Landed in a cow pasture, had to help a farmer herd his cattle out of there. Okay. <laughs> That was a weird one. He was not too pleased about that. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, other one was actually in uh, in Albuquerque. Okay. Oh. We landed in just this desert wasteland mm-hmm. full of cactus and snake holes, and it was a oh. uh, scary, scary time to be uh, to be walking around in that field. Okay. I, I don't think I really want a balloon near a cactus. I think no. I learned at an early age that's a bad idea. But <laughs> okay. Uh, well, thank you for your time. That's Enjoy cool. your flight this morning. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks for having me. See you thanks, later. buddy. There is uh, Adam. He is nice a balloon chaser. All right. How long that's has cool. he been doing it for? Quite a few He's years. A couple I guess, of years. Right? Yeah. Okay. So thanks that's for that. Neat. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Okay, are you ready with this story, Dylan, that you sent? Do you remember the one we're talking about Yeah, now? yeah, yeah. I, I just saw it briefly, and when I came across it, I was like, well, I know someone who wants to read that. Yeah, that's the thing. When you work this closely together for this long a time, you know the things that just get one another completely excited. Right. So and the, or go ahead. Sorry. The, the, the whole thing is, I, I got to let you know, Yeah. I read the, the, I read the headline. Okay. And I stopped there because mm-hmm. it, it had everything I needed to make you excited. Mm-hmm. And I hit send thinking, well, of course he's going to want to discuss it. So you're telling me for the first time. There are a few things in my life that make me as excited to discuss and as a strange, curious fascination that I have. And if you are one right now, we would love for you to call and participate in any questions I might have or Dylan might have or Robbie might have at 780-426-9817. If you are a identical twin, identical, none of these, these knockoff fraternal twins. <laughs> The I'm talking twins. the identical twin, the real deal, not the store brand stuff, all right? Okay. If you're an identical twin, there is nothing that fascinates me more, okay? Except when you send this story, and I will just read the headline first before I get into detail. So good. The headline to this story, identical twin sisters who married identical twin brothers both announced their pregnancies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is my wheelhouse, okay? I think you've been looking for this for 14-ish <laughs> years. Been searching high and low for anything like this because I want to know once and for all, because I've always dealt in the hypotheticals of this, but once and for all, I want to know if identical twin sisters marry identical twin, identical, the key word here, and they both have babies that are roughly the same time, are those babies going to be identical? I don't think so. I think they'll look very similar. Though. Okay. But they can't look identical, right? Because the genes would change. They've got to look really close to one another, don't they? 
You think because these you, are these identical assume. identical twins are already genetic misfits, Dylan, and I mean that in the most just, just sincere and wonderful way. Yeah, just call. But they want to talk to you. But their <laughs> genes can all, are all, like to play tricks on them. Their genes are different than yours and my and your and my genes, Dylan. But, but they're not different from each other's. Well, I, this is I'm dying to know this now, Robbie. You're typing away on your keyboard. Does that mean you're listening or doing something else? No, I'm looking into this more. Okay, because there is a, a post that they put on People.com. Yes, this is where you sent that article from, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and it says not only will they be cousins, mm-hmm. um, they're technically going to be genetic siblings. Yes, which is just so strange. Yes, right? Genetic siblings. They're going to yes. be genetic siblings. Yes, cousins they're, and siblings. Now they're those weird twins that do everything. You know, with twenty together. So they are identical twins that married identical twins. They had identical twins doing the wedding ceremony, right? They're, they're just, there's that guy, that, that sister twin duo around St. Albert that I, I used to see all the time, right? Where Whoa. everything they did was the same. Right. And they lived next door to one another and their right. houses were the same design, just reversed. And they, sh- they wore the same clothes and shopped at the same times and they walked around St. Albert together all the time. But there are many things that could still happen, right? Okay. So one, they could have, each of them could have a different sex baby. Right, okay, yeah, one, that's possible. One sure. could have a set of twins, one right. couldn't. One could have fraternal twins, one couldn't. Like, there's so many different things that can come out. What are the odds if twin sisters who married twin brothers both had twins? That would oh, be unbelievable. What are the, yeah. That's got to be very likely, doesn't it? I don't know. Because don't twins. twins skip a generation? I have that, no that idea about any of this, Dylan. I just wish I was a twin. Instead, uh, I got a brother that threw me off the roof of a barn. Like off you. the roof of a barn, Dylan. <laughs> You'll get just over pick it. me up and throw me off the roof of a barn like I was mankind in a hell in a cell match. <laughs> I don't know what the hell was going on when I was growing oh up. My goodness. Uh, any more twin information, Robbie? I uh, know. I'm looking into it more. It is, it's just fascinating. It would be awesome to get some of them on the podcast. Oh, I could talk to twins all day. Has yeah? this ever happened before? Do we know? Um, who knows? Twins marrying twins, having babies at the same time. I bet you this is the first time ever. It's pretty interesting. I it mean, it, it, it has potential to be. We've got an identical twin that's listening right now. You want to ask if, they, if they're identical twins on the other side of the city and they get a toothache if they stub their toe? I love that stuff All too, right, Dylan. We'll let you do okay, it. Okay, we'll do it. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Uh, this is Todd. Say good morning to Todd, Dylan. Good morning, Todd. Hey, how are you? Todd is an identical twin. Right? Okay, okay, okay so he's here. He's here to save this show. At the uh, last segment, we were talking about this this identical twin couple who married, or identical twin br- brothers who married identical twin sisters, and now they're both pregnant. Todd says that his brother's daughter could pass for your daughter because of the DNA? Yeah, yeah. So what they can do, they can actually test it. So actually, my daughter and his daughter could be tested as actual siblings, and the only variations that you'd really pick up would be obviously be the differences of the wives. Between the two of us. Right, the mothers of the daughters. Interesting. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with this couple and the other? Like, do you think they're going to be identical and like brother and they'll be genetically brother and sister? Yeah, they'll be genetically brother and sister. And I'm probably a lot closer than my daughter, my brother's daughter, because you've got twins siblings on twins. one side and siblings on the other side yeah. that are um, uh, procreating. Right. And yeah, they will uh, genetically, you'll be able to see those two. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, do you ever re- to Todd, do you ever regret marrying your wife and not... No, it's my, it's and my not, second wife, so yeah, I'm a lot happier this time. But do you ever regret not marrying a twin and seeing what would happen if uh, the other twin... And then, like, setting her the other the, her twin sister up with your brother? Like, do you ever regret no, that? I think it would be kind of awkward, the idea of... Uh, basically, whoever gets married first, the second one is basically marrying your stepsister now. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah, yeah. It would be weird. Um, and he also said, Todd, off the air, which I found interesting, that uh, for the longest time when they used DNA evidence in a crime, like if you really hated your brother, Todd, you could frame him for crimes. Leave a hair on the scene and both of us would get blamed. And Look at yeah. that, Dylan. <laughs> really? <laughs> and if neither one of us uh, admits to the crime, then they can't convict either one of us. But like I said before, they're just starting to come out with, they're starting to find enough mutations between our two genes to be able to tell the difference between us. So that, uh, that whole pass might go out the window. Huh? And then, Dylan, that thing you were saying about um, uh, skipping a generation for twins? Yes. That's all false. It's it's a roll of the dice. It's random. My oh, mom, okay. we, we don't even have twins that run in my family. Yeah. So my mom having me and my brother's twins was one in 14 million chance or something like that. Like, it, it should have never happened in the first place. Okay, so that's not a true statement. Where does your twin no. brother live, Todd? Uh, we both live in Spruce Grove. Okay, so if... And, uh, we've, and we both build new houses, and we both... Uh, <laughs> how often do you get people coming up to you uh, thinking they had a oh, conversation with be. you, and it was with your brother, and you're just like, all right, whatever. Ironically, is we share a lot of the same trades between the two different companies that we work for, and sometimes I'll get a lot of angry people on site that are upset with my brother, and they think that I'm him, and then I just get the piss poor treatment from them. It's pretty really? good. It's pretty good. To just yeah. play. You always have somebody to blame. It's true. Well, what I, I ended up having one guy who's an electrician on the south side, and I, I've never met him before, but he was so angry at me because he thought I was my brother, and I ended up pulling him aside and said, dude, if you want to talk, let's talk. But right. you can't show up to my sites with these kinds of attitudes. And he's always like, sorry, I thought you were my brother. Yeah, I, I can see how that could be confusing on <laughs> everybody's tough, part, yeah. right? So, Todd, if your brother's doing construction, okay, and correct me if I get any of these terms wrong, Dylan, because I don't know anything about construction and working with my hands. Okay. But he's, and he's hammering a nail. Is that what they call yeah, it? you got it and so He's far. hammering a nail. And then, he, and, then, and then he hits his thumb. And he's like, oh, God, oh, that hurt. Ooh, that hurt so bad. And you're on the other side of Spruce Grove. Do you get a headache or something? No, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, Todd, thank you very much. Have a good morning. Yeah, you too. Okay, Bye. love you. I, I want identical twins on our podcast, and I want to talk on the podcast for nine hours. <laughs> yeah, no All doubt. Right. I just well, want to annoy the them, asking them questions over and over and over again. It's You'd a run out of questions, talk. wouldn't you? I don't know. It's a topic I could talk about forever, but what happens usually is they go, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the answers to any of your questions. That's true. All right. It's a good story, though. Yeah. Neat. It's the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. So what has happened here? This is what has transpired. Okay. There was a battle of cats. Robbie's cat, <laughs> This Jack, has become the most ridiculous thing ever. And uh, my cat, Hiccup, who is the most gorgeous cat. And uh, it's hands down obvious that my silky gray beauty is Hiccup. And she is by far the most gorgeous cat. Uh, but people like Robbie. People like Robbie more than they like me, and so they vote for Robbie. Just mm-hmm. because, like, it, it could have been a porcupine. Yep. And people go, oh, yeah, I like Robbie, I like Robbie, I like Robbie. So Robbie's cat won 55% to 45%, I believe, right? But it was completely biased and influenced by Robbie. It was voter fraud to the nth degree right. is no what way. happened here. So um, that poll closed on Instagram yesterday. Well, I'm not going to take that kind of uh, shifty underhandedness laying down, right. Dylan. So Robbie, who is on the phone, and what are we doing here now? This is... Is Edith Mary. Good morning, Edith. Hi. Hi thank, hello. Hi. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Uh, and what is uh, Edith's uh, qualifications here, Robbie? Edith, you are a distinguished judge, and you you've <laughs> worked with the International Cat Association, right? Yes. Wait, so you have been renowned all over the world judging some of the best cats this planet has ever seen. <laughs> That's true. I've been very lucky to travel the world just because I love cats. Do what do you what do you judge based on? Like how good looking a cat is? Well, if we have 
Just about 70 breeds in Tika, so there are standards. There are two very detailed pages on pretty well every cat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but the one of the main features is we have household pets, such as Hiccup and Jack. Uh-huh. <laughs> and household pets are an important part because they're judged, they're probably the most difficult class because they are the judge's choice. It's personality, good looks, condition. So, it's so we're having a cat oh. beauty pageant right now right. is what yeah, we're saying. Exactly. Okay. Okay. It's yeah. not even fair, though. I, this is what I feel bad about is because you got this young, spry cat. Beautiful, silky gray, oh. shiny coat. <laughs> and then you got that disgusting hairball. Looks like an alley cat. I don't know if that's oh. a pet or Jack as much as it's handsome. a stray. Yeah. Yeah. He's that's so like, handsome. It's, it's just, ugh. I, that's not fair. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that's, that's what we're dealing with. Uh, yeah, that's just, the difficult thing as a cat judge because you've got well-loved cats, both Hiccup and Jack, typify what a household pet is mm-hmm. they've got stories to tell i understand as uh-huh. well in their history so. oh yeah yeah would you like yeah. to hear these stories before you uh, sure. re- okay so we have both uh, we sent you videos of our cats yes. and that was that was enough video that you saw to make a determination correct <laughs> well we will see yeah okay this okay. is this is uh might i say the most ridiculous thing we've ever done no this Where is so this important come from? This, you because were upset? Because that, I posted a picture of Jack on Instagram because he was looking so handsome, Ugh. and then Pepper just took took it to like uh, he, 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 he couldn't take war. it. I kind of yeah, I was in a bad mood. And I was like, I'm sick of hearing about Robbie and how gorgeous he thinks his cat is. Let's put a real good looking cat on there <laughs> right. and see who wins. <laughs> and then take it. everybody voted on Instagram and, and Hiccup lost. And that's got that oh, something oh, something's oh. a foul. Yeah, yeah. Listen to her reaction. She's I like, know. How the good that cat is lost? <laughs> I don't understand. Fifty five to forty five. So, but, oh, but what you need to know, Edith is that Robbie is beloved on this show. Uh-huh. People love Robbie in this city, so the problem that we have here is people are voting for him, not necessarily his cat. Uh-huh. Right, okay? that's the problem, because yeah. we all know that Jack is ratchet. <laughs> he is not. He's handsome <laughs> as can be. He is He is nauseating, really. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. And you have to remember that black cats are lucky. They're very fortunate. They're the lucky black cat. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Hiccup, she could take on Jack. She's a big girl. She oh. looks like she works out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's beefy. She goes outside. You should, you should have seen the other day, Edith. She caught a bird. Oh, dear. How does a cat catch a bird flying through the air? Oh, the, the, talented, the I guess. gifted <laughs> hunting skills of Hiccup. Okay. So uh, you, you base this on, so like the the color, the the body shape, the laying, like, because I'll watch the dog show. I actually watch those Westminster dog shows. Yeah. And I yeah. find it fascinating, like, on how particular a judge can be. Like you said, with house pets, it's a little different, but are you looking at, at, at their flawless shape or just <laughs> general cuteness? It's, well, it comes down to, as you say, general cuteness. And it doesn't have to be that they play, they show off. It's just, it is a beauty contest in mm-hmm. the household pet world. Okay. okay. But, see, and I feel bad for Jack now, because he's repulsive. Oh, he's <laughs> he, This is one of the... <laughs> Jack, he's older, yes. He's like five years older. He's been putting on some weight because he's been an indoor cat uh-huh. for three years. Uh-huh. So, oh, no, it's very good, yeah. But so, you can see they're both well-fed. I mean, their coats are shiny. They're beautiful and plush. So they're both well taken care of. I think Edith is calling our cats fat, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> no, the vet said no, Jack is 20% overweight. Okay, oh, oh, Edith. No. Well, if there's anything else we need to ask, Dylan, or are we ready to find out who the most attractive cat is? <laughs> I just might, might I add, I love this. Uh, well. <laughs> All right, here, we, here go. we go. Edith. Well, I think my, probably my decision was, is going to have to be... It's hard to tell a pet owner that loves their because we're both crazy okay. cat people, right? Exactly. So Aren't we all? We yep. should be. Don't, Don't feel bad. We can take it. We can take it. 
I really think I can't make a determination. I think I'm going to have to say it's a draw. No! no! There's no way that horrid piece of junk <laughs> is even close. You be nice to Jack. Okay, but if you had to take only one home, if they were both in a burning house, <laughs> and you, could, you could only shave one of them based on looks alone, who would it be? Oh, I put one under each arm. Oh, ah, ah, no way! This, come on! <laughs> oh, well, well, Robbie, junk. Listen, come on. Me, they're tied. <laughs> they're both just as beautiful. You know what? She's the worst judge we've ever had. <laughs> no. Aren't they supposed to declare winners? That's Isn't what that I thought. A, all right. I didn't, oh. I didn't pay her off. No, that's ridiculous. Oh. You had to have. Have you seen your cat? The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on Kiss. Kiss. 91.7. Woo-wee. Was he on the phone? Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, getting a couple examples for our poll. I could be wrong. Robbie, can you start keeping track just somewhere on your computer? I don't sure. know if there's an app for this or anything. Four. The number of times Dylan's right and I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Just on this the radio amazing. show. Could you just keep like an ongoing tally and every time I'm wrong, you just shout out the score? Two today. Yeah. Could two today? Is it two? What was the other thing I was wrong about? I, I don't know. I, I took a victory lap and then I was right right after. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, because I said in the last segment, and, and this, is, this is just not toxic masculinity saying this. This is kind of almost like a veiled compliment, um, but it's difficult to say these kind of things in 2020 that I thought that guys are more prone to speeding than women are. Mm-hmm. Like, Robbie, you had that story about mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. the woman that got caught uh, speeding uh, two photo radar tickets 11 seconds apart. Yes. And I just assumed before you said woman, I thought, oh, what's this guy doing? Right, right. That's bad of me. Right. That's bad of me, okay? I gotta get better at that sort of thing. You're working on it. However, I am so wrong. Is it? <laughs> really? This is Kayla, right? Kayla? Yes. Go ahead, Kayla. Tell us the story. Uh, two years ago, I had to register my truck, and it cost me $4,164. Kayla. <laughs> Holy smokes. In outstanding had, tickets. Yeah, I had 27 tickets that year. 27 speeding tickets? Yes. It's like you don't even know there are signs telling you the <laughs> speed limit. And then last year, it cost me $1,800 to register again. See, that's the one thing, thank God, for photo radar that it doesn't Im- impact your insurance rates. Yeah. Right. Because there's no way you'd be able to afford to drive right now. And you'd no. get all the demerits. You'd lo- you would have lost your license ages ago. Absolutely. Holy smokes. Where are you speeding? Is it the same spots all the time? Or is it just kind of like Christmas when you open your mailbox? You're like, I wonder where I was speeding this week. <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually not smart enough to check. Mm-hmm. So I just end up recycling my ticket without even looking at it and I guess that's how they get me because I never pay attention to what same place over and over and over again that's how they do it all right that's a lot of money okay thank you Kayla you're welcome okay thanks have a good day you too to prove me even uh, more wrong here is Ruby good morning Ruby hi morning it's you and your husband right Ruby yes okay who's the uh who drives the fastest who's the bigger I do okay well you know what go shut my mouth from now on how how uh, how big is the difference between you and your husband he never gets a ticket so last month I got three tickets Uh, two were on my car registration and I opened the mail there was a third one with his car registration I was like oh thank god this is not me at this time Mm -hmm. and I opened the mail I was driving the car ah, at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and I uh, got three tickets. He <laughs> oh, just knew no. about the two. I didn't even tell him about the third. That's good. I was like, 
you know, I don't want to get into a big fight again. Exactly. Lie in your marriage. That's how you make it work. <laughs> That's how I learned it. All right. Thank you, Ruby. Have a good morning. Thanks. So spe- it's speeding. It's not a guy thing. There though. you go. That's what I'm learning today. <laughs> the Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS 91.7. Okay, Robbie. Mm-hmm. You think you have bad luck? Tell us about this guy. Um. Well, it was a woman. This woman. <laughs> she got... <laughs> She got two photo radar tickets. I should have gone person. You're right on that one. Well, it would have been better. It's okay. Yeah, the two photo radar tickets. You know what? I'm sorry. It's 2020. I'm, I'm going to say it, and I probably shouldn't. I'm going to generalize genders here. Is that bad? Am I going to get fired if I do that right now? Um, I feel guys speed more than girls. I think that's fair to say. So when I hear about this story about speeding tickets that you're about to get to, I think guys drive faster than girls, I generally it, speaking. Yeah, she, like, I, I would agree with you. Right? I would agree yeah. with you. Yeah. I think that's fair to say it. I don't think anybody's going to be offended by that accusa- uh, accusation, except maybe Danica Patrick. Yes. That might be the only one that would take right, offense to that she's statement, good. right? Okay, Robbie, what do you have? Okay, so she got two photo radar tickets 11 seconds apart mm-hmm. on 170th Street. So she got one at 100th Avenue and then again on Stony Plain Road. So if you know that area, yeah. it's one after the other. So she was speeding down past 100th Avenue and then again got another one on Stony Plain Road. I mean, Road. the argument is don't mm-hmm. speed. And I it is. One of them. Yeah, I'm bored of that argument. I like the better argument that it's 11 seconds apart. Like, yeah. And from a Stony Plain to a 100th? Yes. Was she really going that fast if it, only, if it took 11 seconds? First ticket was $114 for going 71 kilometers an yeah, hour. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And then down uh, to 11 seconds later, she sped up a little bit. <laughs> no. Yeah. And got uh, well, one for 75 oh, kilometers poor girl. an hour. 126 bucks. But it seems like, come on. Yeah. Just one. Well, that's got to be a mistake, right? Were they were they red light camera speed on? You know those ones. They or, must have been. Were they yeah. Just, or, oh my goodness! Right? Jeez. Isn't that rough? Well, there are often times, Dylan, on our ride home um, from where we are here, uh, when you take the uh, Henday and you go kind of north into St. Albert from the White Mud, like on the west leg of the Henday, there are times on those two overpasses as you approach yes. uh, what's called Ray Gibbon Drive yes. in that area, that where they will be on both overpasses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's probably 11 seconds, maybe 15 seconds apart. Yeah. I saw him there the other day. I called the cop a snake. Oh, don't do it. I know. I don't know what happened. Well, not to his face, you didn't, did you? Yeah, but accidentally. I, because I was driving mm-hmm. and I saw they were hiding behind a light pole mm-hmm. with yeah. their little uh, photo radar gun. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad. It wasn't because I was going to get a ticket, but people were coming on the other end. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was stuck at a red light and I looked over and I saw him. I was like, oh. <gasps> You snake. <laughs> and he looked right at me. Your window was open. I'm like, ah. so I don't, yeah, I, I was uh, I was shocked that he didn't do anything after I called him a snake. Right. Can you fight if you get two photo radar tickets 11 seconds apart? It seems like a malfunction, like he, an unfair malfunction. Yeah, I think you should be able to. Okay. I mean, that's so close. Uh, so no, close. Go ahead, 917-917. If you're in a relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever it might be, um, who gets more speeding tickets in your family? Every time you go to the mailbox and there's a photo radar ticket, is it addressed to you or is it addressed to your partner? I know in Jordan and Erica's relationship. Is Erica the faster driver? Erica's always known with the speed ticket. Okay. Jordan never. Let's see. It's a Pepper and Dylan poll. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on KISS. Uh, Robbie, do you uh, have uh, your internet open right now yeah. on your uh, desktop computer? Yeah. Uh, may you please Google celebrity who had her dogs cloned. Celeb- who was that? It's on the tip of my tongue. The famous actress had her dogs cloned. Did it work? Can't can't remember who it is. Barbara Streisand? Barbara Streisand. Yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, she had her dogs cloned. It's pretty pricey, but she's Barbara Streisand. You can get away with that.
Really? Yeah, it was like her favorite dog, so she had it cloned. So she's got that same dog all over again. That seems... Uh, yeah, you can get that done. You can also, no, no. I'm learning now, cryogenically freeze your pet. Really? Just before it dies? For what reason? You can, you can keep them forever. You can freeze dry a pet. And uh, you can also, yes, taxidermy a pet so it lives in memory and in its own form for the rest of your life. We're not getting a lot of those texts, by the way. No, it's cremations number one, right? Yeah. Uh, Rainbow's on the phone. Good morning, Rainbow. Hi there. Uh, Rainbow has had three pets die on her uh, through the course of her life. What kind of animals were they, Rainbow? Um, uh, I've had two cats and one little chihuahua, and, and all of them lived to very ripe old ages and died naturally. Okay. And um, she does something interesting after her pets die. Uh, what do you do, Rainbow? Okay, well, I discovered it uh, by accident. I buried a kitty of mine at a at a home that I, my house that I lived in. Mm. I thought I was going to live there forever, and, and I had to move actually a year later. And mm. so I thought I'm not leaving her here. So I, I went to dig her up. You and de- dug up a dead body, exhumed the kitty oh, cat. Yeah, he was beautiful though. It was just a skeleton. Nature had done its core its job. And it was just her little beautiful skull and her little bones. And so I thought, my goodness. And you could see the little shape of her skull. And oh, my God. I know it sounds crazy, but it, to me it's more of a memory than her ashes. Because when you get a, an animal's ashes back, it's usually just a pile of animals that they've all put into the oven. And you get... <gasps> That's what I thought. That's you don't know. That's got to be ash fraud, isn't it? Right? What do they care? They're yeah. like, listen, we got to get burning done. We don't have time to burn one by one by one they by one. They do that. They really do that. Yeah. Okay. So, At least I know I've got my little my little memories, right? So you've got, just, what, like a shoebox full of your cat's bones in the house? Like what? I do little special boxes. <laughs> and they're not—they're just put away. Nobody has to come and look at them. It's just for me to know that they're there. So, so you, you got the skeleton one in a box? I sure do. And then you did that for the uh, the animals after that cat as well. So yes, you have three. I thought I thought that was amazing that the the nature did its job so well. Like the bones are just like when you go see a skeleton in a. Whoa 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 whoa! You mm-hmm. you did this the one time, and then obviously because you had to move, you you, you dug it up. Right. Which is weird, whatever. But then you let you like you buried the other ones only to and dig them up leave, later. Yeah, you just leave them for a year, and it and they they come out quite nicely. It's like when people are digging around and dinosaur you know, bones, forever, and they wow. find a deer bone or something. This yeah. is the weirdest thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, I know <laughs> it might I be. Know. Wow, could you assemble them like they do for dinosaurs? You could kind of put it together on display. You probably could. I, do you guys remember that show called Oddities on TV? Remember they used to have a, a Did show. You start that, it. <laughs> I didn't start. <laughs> wow. No, I don't remember that show at all. I still can't believe you dug up your cat. Well, I wasn't going to leave her. I wasn't going to leave her. So, and yeah, the- I'm, I'm, I'm an oddity myself, I okay. suppose. All right. So she's got three boxes <laughs> of three dead. All cats? All three cats, did you say? And a chihuahua. Oh, two cats <laughs> and a chihuahua. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Absolutely. All right. But I did want to say, you talked about the freeze drying. You don't freeze dry them when they're alive. You no. God, no. <laughs> Because you mentioned that you do it when they're still alive. I just wanted to say no. Well, cryogenic freezing. Isn't that what they did to Walt Disney? Wasn't he on like his deathbed and they, they froze him? They, there's that theory that he is under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. He's, bur- oh. he's buried under theirs, and I guess, until technology Because they want him, him to thaw out and be alive again. Yeah. Well, you can't freeze something dead and hope it comes back alive. Oh, no, you got to no, freeze it alive and let it thaw out to be alive no, again. Disney was dead. He was Disney dead was dead and then they froze him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then wow. the freezer is it can bring them. Is where they free, once your animal passes, you quickly get it to the freezer, and then you bring it to these people, and, and they'll position your pet, and then they freeze dry it, and your animal, like, it doesn't have to be your pet. It could be, like, you know, a, a, whatever, a coyote you know or something. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. I know, but it's interesting. Yeah, maybe just tossing <laughs> it in the can is a good idea. I don't know. All right. Okay. Okay. Love you. Thank you, Rainbow. Love you. Have All a great day. Right. I mean, to love bring you. Walt Disney back to life after he died and was frozen, that's a real magic kingdom, isn't it? You but, can't really do that. But that's the whole thing. Not yet. That's what they're waiting for is the technology. Well, they might be waiting a while. <laughs> the Pepper and Dylan Show. Kiss 91.7. Here's the question I have okay. for you. In order, pancakes, French toast, waffles. Go. Oh, my God. You started with a <laughs> magical sure question? Sure did, yes. Hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on. Okay, I know. I already. I've thought about this. I've actually recently talked about this. Okay, really. Within the last, I I figured this might have happened in your life. Within the last two weeks, I've made this talk because most people, I believe personally, I believe that people will go waffle. People love a waffle. Okay, and I think that's dumb. Okay, I think if you're going to go waffle, you're wasting your vote. Okay, now. Trust me, I understand that waffles have the little little compartments for syrup yeah. and for butter, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like the crispness of a waffle. Oh, okay. That's why I play favorites here. Really, really, really. Yeah. No, the best is, and it's not it's not the popular. Okay. It is French toast. You are saying the exact same thing, my girlfriend. So this is a conversation we had in the Afterglow yesterday, okay. and Sexy. she said French toast. It goes French and toast, I pancake. wanted to break up with her. That was her order, too. Then it Fre- goes waffle. And I thought this can't be a human being's thought process. I'm sorry, I They're thought about it and waffle? talked about it a lot. There has to be a reasoning Third behind it. Third out of a choice of three. Yeah, what is your reasoning for French toast being number one? French, oh, God, French toast has everything. French toast has it all. It doesn't have all the things you just named about a waffle. No, absolutely. But it's got everything. It's got the crispiness that you need on the outside. Why can't you do that to a waffle? Uh That's what a waffle is. Why can't you do that to a pancake if you want? That's right. Thank you, Robbie. You can't can't crisp up a pancake the same way that you can crisp up French toast. Robbie, don't be silly. You could if you wanted. You leave it in a little longer. (laughs) No, but the the inside's no longer uh, fluffy, and you want that fluffy, Mm, fluffy, moist inside. Okay. That's really what's important here. Plus... What happens is you drench it, yeah. and it has this absorb power that waffles don't have. A French waffles, toast does have better absorption. You're right? right. So waffles are actually, they're against absorbing. They're actually taking that butter and that syrup, and they're they like, repa- no! They repel it. They repel yes. it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Whereas, the butter and the syrup kind of float on top of the waffle yes. as opposed to get soaked into the waffle. Something about okay. getting soaked in and that mm-hmm. flavor, I don't know. I mean, uh, out of the three choices you gave me, those are the yep. last three things I'd ever want to eat for breakfast. Well, he, I mean, I, I can't. Wait, I, wait I, have you, fun, Robbie. Fruit and eggs. <laughs> Fruit and eggs. Fruit and eggs. Fruit and eggs was not an option, Robbie. That's Play the, the game. That's the best. If I had to, it would be multigrain uh, toast. Oh, French toast. I can't. Dylan, I, I'm I already mad at a him. I can't toast. You guys. Why make it more difficult coming in here, the work with, with, here, with light, together With light morning. syrup. Light syrup is gross. Maybe some cinnamon, but no extra sugar. No powdered sugar. Okay, Dylan doesn't want to talk toast. to you anymore. You and I aren't talking. We're not oh on the best of terms already, Robbie. And now you How go into anyone this. like you? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. All right, this is Kayla. Good morning, Kayla. Good morning. Okay, Kayla's got her order for you, Dylan. Oh, good. I don't know if you still want to do yes, this. Yes, of course. I want to do this all morning. Uh, waffles, pancakes, French toast. Top three in order. Kayla, go. Okay, well, Costco pancakes. Okay. Then French toast, then waffles. What is it about a Costco pancake? Yeah, what is a Costco pancake? I'm not. Bet familiar. you it's a pancake from Costco. Yeah, but is it like from the frozen section, or do they have it like where they have the hot dogs? Kayla. No, it's like the Aunt Jemima mix, but it's like the best mix you'll ever get. You yeah. throw in some berries. It's like the perfect pancake. 
It's, it's, yeah, I'm, it's the Kirkland mix that you uh, definitely yeah, willing to like, try it. That that makes a better pancake than a homemade pancake. Oh, absolutely! It'll change your life. Okay, so you're going. Sorry, Costco pancake, French toast, and waffles are last. Yeah, waffles I don't. Are gross. I don't. Uh, what did you say? Waffles are gross. Well, they just like you said. They don't soak up things. No, 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 no. That was Dylan saying that waffles are no good. Yes. I totally agree, though. Ah, Kayla. It makes sense. I can't talk to you any longer, Kayla. I just can't do it. Okay? Love you. Have a good day. The only waffle that was ever decent Mm -hmm. was the Eggo waffle. But back in the day, if you've had an Eggo recently, they are gross. Something happened. (laughs) I don't know what's happening with everything like from my childhood, but they're changing the recipes. I think because they realized all of them have cancer in them. (laughs) And so what they've realized is they got to change the recipes because people are dying. Right. And every single one of them that I used to love as a kid, I keep going back to like, and it's just not the same. Perhaps your palate is a little more refined. I hope not. As an adult? No. I really hope not because they were so good. How are Pizza Pops now as a grown man? They're actually, they're they're dead different though yeah they're not as good as i remember them what's the problem with the pizza pop now pizza pop just the taste is full and they the did cheese. revise them recently yeah the cheese doesn't melt okay. i don't know what it is it's some sort of chemical <laughs> that might be the cancer part that you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's weird know. uh robbie oh yeah. are, where are you with uh, no literally where are you are you still here as yeah. well i can't tell here. with these damn monitors in here yes um you said it, it, well, i can't remember what your order was but you're not putting waffles last are you well, I would. Are waffles going to lose today? No, I always put pancake last. Okay, pancakes are just to me they're just junk. They're filler food. Have you had an A and W pancake? They're so good. It's one of the better ones. But whenever I get the A and W, I never get a pancake from A and W. Waffles aren't going to lose today. Nine one seven nine one seven. Are waffles going to lose? I can see it happen. That's the question I'd today. Put, I'd put pancakes at the end. You, okay, I would agree with that. I don't know, or French toast. French toast. I just feel too fancy to eat French toast. Is French toast going to win, and are waffles going to lose this morning? I believe so. Okay. The Pepper and Dylan Show. Only on Kiss. Kiss. 91.7. Have you ever heard of the YouTuber Mr. Beast? And I am ashamed to say, well, I'm not ashamed to say, but I am admittedly, uh, I don't know my YouTubers very well. I, I know that uh, I, my son liked Jake Paul or Logan Paul. Or did he like both Pauls? Could you only like uh, one Paul at a time? Could you are like we, any of them? Are we still like, yeah, that's, a, that's an even better question. Are we still liking Pauls? Uh, do we, does the world just generally hate Just Sean Pauls? Paul. Sean Paul's the yeah, only Paul that we like now? I think so. Uh, this says, uh, Mr. Beast, over the weekend, uh, verify this, Robbie, he bought a million dollars in scratch lotto tickets. And he used the winnings to buy a private island and then gave it away? <laughs> looks like it, yeah. Is that, What? Okay. How much did he win? Give us more of this story then. So it looks like he has about 10 people. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they applied. They, okay. He must have done some sort of YouTube thing to get them to, to apply. Okay. How many of these islands are there? God ain't making any more real estate, right? Yeah. Isn't that the saying? No. Nah, are you yeah. buying an island for eight hundred thousand dollars? It's, it's houses in Riverbend that are eight hundred thousand dollars. They're like cheap ones. Yes. Uh, yeah. No. There's no. You don't get much. Oh, it, it doesn't look very good. You, okay, get, what is you get a kilometer by a kilometer max. Just a real pile of dung, hey? Yeah, okay. maybe a tree or two. What does this island look like, Robbie? This eight hundred thousand dollar island. Like he just shows a little clip of it in. Uh, it, it, there's nothing on it. Okay. Looks like there might be a tiny little beach. Yeah. It looks like the size of it's tiny, like this building. Yeah, okay. but you roll up, right? Your first date, and you say, "I own an island." Yes. I mean, that sounds. It does, you don't ask questions about what kind of island you <laughs> it's own. It's a pretty good thing to have on the resume when you own an island. How this many is, islands are for sale? Is oh, what there I are a ton. Really, a ton of islands you can buy. Yeah, I I recently saw like there there was like three islands for sale out in, uh, near PEI. Uh huh. And they were just really like, yeah. It was, and they look neat. You just buy a damn island? Yeah. You had to develop on it, though. 
That's where the cost comes in. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. Robbie, you have the top islands to buy and the costs of buying an island. This might yeah. surprise you. Yeah, Islands just aren't for millionaires anymore, Dylan. Mm-hmm. What do you have, Robbie? Okay, so if you, according to jetsetter.com, yep. if you, like, I guess a lot of people have been searching this already. Okay. A bunch of the top ones are, for, are in Canada, All right. actually. So if I wanted to buy an island, how much is it going to cost? What, the top one on this list mm-hmm. is Gillis Island in PEI. Okay. It's only $80,000. What? Now, that's an island I can get behind. To buy an island? To buy an island. You got to go to PEI, though. Like, I've been uh, researching just, like, some PEI, like, real estate. Mm-hmm. You can get, like, a, a farm for 11 bucks. Right. It's insane <laughs> over there. So it's an affordable place to begin with. Yeah. So an island, that makes sense. That's a, that's a good-looking island. Okay. It's a cool-looking island. Okay, sure. so $80,000 is all it would take to buy your own island. In PEI. What comes with that island? Nothing comes with that. Okay. When it shows you the picture, it is kind of close to farmland. Okay. And it's not that secluded. It just looks like, it's kind of like just a junky, to be honest, it okay. is kind of junky. I don't want it's a crap island. island. I want to get an upgrade island. I want an island with marble countertops. Where do I get okay, that Okay, there island? might be one in Nova Scotia. Okay. Harbor Island uh-huh. is $208,000. That comes with a cabin on it. It's got a house on it already? It's got a cabin. It looks like a little guest house. That's a pretty good deal. No, not bad Okay, for $200,000, I can buy an island with a house on top of it. In Canada. Okay, keep going. Uh, And then it gets a little bit more expensive. There's some in Nicaragua. There's Uh one for $350,000. Okay, so if I wanted to get a tropical island, did you say, what, $350,000? $350,000. And that one looks like it has... I'm no longer impressed with people that buy private islands. No, you can can get a knockdown in Glenora (laughs) for $700,000, or you can get two islands around the world. One I, in I, Panama. For years, I was so impressed by this. You know, this celebrity, this billionaire, such and such, they bought an island. Big deal. <laughs> Who <laughs> cares? Next. Yeah, kind of. So many. That's what it looks like. Everywhere from Alaska to French Well, Polynesia. I don't want an island in Alaska. Get out of here with that. And another one in BC, $400,000. Oh, my goodness. So there's options. Yeah. I mean, island. Not having an island is is it's, weird. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's next? You're going to tell me that yachts are in the tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> and not millions? Uh, no, but you could live on a yacht. You yes, don't even need an island. Yes, you very well could. You could live on a yacht better than you've ever lived any other day in your life. Yes. ever on a yacht. Yeah. Wow. So the oh, the, so an island you can live on a nice tropical island for the, somewhere in the threes. Yeah, and I'm looking at like another one from a few years ago. Oh, there's even one yeah. in there's one in Maine for forty thousand. <laughs> Look at this, Dylan. One in Ontario for a hundred thousand. Unbelievable. Island living is not that far off. Yeah. yeah, the cheapest islands in the world that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so neat. If you do it by acre, mm-hmm. for a, a, a half island in Nova Scotia for six acres, fifty nine thousand yeah. dollars. Like, what is this? Well, you want the whole island though. I, I would just take a couple acres of an island, Effective wouldn't you? Immediately, I am now no longer impressed by people that own private islands. Well, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I think I might be doing better than people who own private islands by the sounds of all of if this. If you were to sell your car and your house, <laughs> yes. you could have like five islands. I have a cluster of them, absolutely. <laughs> the Pepper and Dylan Show. Weekday mornings on KISS 91.7.